Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chill, the anime podcast. This is episode 25, so it's kind of a little bit of like a milestone, I guess, maybe mini anniversary, yay, we've made it to 25, so awesome, thank you everyone for listening, thank you for joining if this is your first episode. In this podcast, it's all about anime and manga and Japanese culture and talking about your favourite series and my favourite series, in-depth looks at characters, the history of anime, the history of manga, anything you can include in anime and manga and the kind of hobbies and obsession that it is, I'm going to be talking about it in this podcast at some point if I've not already. So in the last week's episode, it was all about anime games and game-themed anime series. I'm super into games as much as I am anime, and I often find that those two interests and hobbies kind of intertwine and blend together, especially with games such as One Piece Odyssey and the Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaba game, or even Genshin Impact, those kind of games. In that episode, you can get some gaming inspiration to gaming recommendations, more should I say, along with some game-themed anime recommendations as well. So that episode is available everywhere. Now, where you found this episode, you'll also find that one. So be sure to check that out. And if you subscribe, you won't miss the next episode. So be sure to press subscribe. And also, if I can be cheeky, please do leave a like and review. It really does support the show on whatever platform you're listening on. So one more thing before we dive into today's episode, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, why not check out the Apple exclusive weekly anime and manga news podcast I do as well. So it's linked to the Chibi and Chill podcast that you're already listening to, but it's called Chibi Peace Exclusive. A new episode released every Sunday and I discuss the top five news stories for anime and manga for the past seven days for the past week and some mini highlights and also a weekly anime recommendation that you should be checking out that week. They drop every Sunday and there's a seven day free trial over on Apple Podcasts that you can trial as well. So you get an episode free essentially. So today in this episode of Chibi and Chill, the anime podcast, the free version, today I have a delicious topic lined up and it's all about anime and food in anime. Food plays such an important role in anime and from the mouth-watering dishes that we see characters create to these kind of massive events of culinary experience, anime has a specific unique way of making us feel hungry, or at least it does me. I get hungry as soon as I see people eat something on an anime anime episode and even though I'm sat there in front of my screen, I need to eat something if a character is eating something. Not from an obsessive point of view, but from I've, I'm hungry now and I want some ramen noodles. So anime often uses food to evoke emotion as well. So creating connections and highlighting Japanese cultural traditions that we don't, we maybe don't get to experience here in the West unless you travel over to Japan. So in this episode, I kind of want to dig in and explore the delicious aspects of anime. I cringed a little bit saying that, but I'm going to stick with it. So there seems to be a kind of, I think there seems to be a kind of romanticism when it comes to food in anime. And a disclaimer, I am not a cook at all. I am not one for cooking. I absolutely hate it. And anyone that knows me knows I hate cooking food. But the one type of food I will put effort into is Japanese or overall, I guess, Asian food in general. And I think that exception comes from anime. I think the romanticism that we see with food and anime, like the moments when we see Howl cook bacon and eggs in Cal- with Calcivert in Howl's Moving Castle, right, that that scene, and how he cracks the egg with one hand, and it's so stylish and so sleek and so cool. And I think maybe that kind of scenes like that maybe are rubbed off, but only with Japanese food in my own life. Food such as, like, don't get me wrong, I love 
eating food. I love eating, don't get me wrong, but I, I hate preparing it unless it's Japanese food. And shows such as Food Wars are an entire series based on the concept of cooking and preparing food. You know, this is its own genre within anime. And one thing that comes to mind when we talk about food in anime is the concept of, like, foodgasm, right? It's those, like, over-the-top, almost euphoric, almost drug-induced reactions characters have when they taste something really delicious. It's like the background changes, their eyes get big, they kind of, like, shout and scream. And it's it's like the taste, bo- taste buds explode, <laughs> not the taste buds, the taste buds explode, right? And it's hilarious, it's fascinating when characters kind of lose themselves in such an intense experience like that. And, you know, it's, it, it's com- comedy and it's exaggerated and it does help to kind of tell some storytelling as well. And some characters have such an obsession with food, right? Food such... Food that kind of... We can get, like, we see... There are figures now that are the noodle-eating figures that are so popular now. And characters such as Luffy from One Piece and Goku from Dragon Ball are obsessed with food. But I think food in anime isn't just about those exaggerated, funny reactions that people have with food. It also serves as a kind of window into Japanese culture a little bit. And many anime series showcase traditional Japanese dishes and culinary practices such as the tea ceremony that it's it's like a feast and a bit of like an education session as well anime allows us to take a look at the platform of japanese food and introduce viewers to different types of cuisine and it's an opportunity to learn about the new ingredients cooking techniques and the cultural significance i guess behind some of the dishes and these kind of moments in anime have started to become moments in real life as well so some great examples of how recipes from anime have made it into the real world is the official One Piece Sanji cookbooks, right? I believe there's there's at least one, I feel like there's two of them, but they're these big books that showcase these different ingredients, uh, different recipes that are within One Piece, and yet some of them like are quite more specific to the world of One Piece, but their real world alternatives are shown, and there are people on TikTok that are purely dedicating themselves to attempt to create these dishes, and people have found fame with this, and People saying that these recipes are actually great. You know, the anime inspired cooking trend has become really popular and people are trying their hand at recreating these awesome kind of anime themed dishes and sharing their kind of growing culinary skills if they didn't have them already on social media and we get to follow that as well. And the their accounts I found that found pure fame through recreating anime dishes seen in anime that maybe aren't actually cooking anime, such as Demon Slayer or the things that Sanji cooks in One Piece. There are these moments that you kind of see the Naruto uh, noodle bowls, you know, things like that. There are so many accounts that are recreating this. So like I said earlier, anime can be quite educational, and when it comes to food, that's no different. You know, there are shows like Mushishi, and... Those shows, that anime, allows this kind of world insight into regional Japanese dishes and kind of allows this kind of appreciation of the cultural, culinary heritage of Japan through the food. And it's a beautiful anime that really captures the kind of traditions of Japan and it's gorgeous, I said that really weird, the cultural traditions of Japan. And it's the representation of it in the colours and stuff are just glorious, it's really, really nice. And food has this unique ability, I guess, it's not really deep for a second, is has the ability to kind of transcend 
language and kind of you know it, it speaks to everyone whether when something's de- when a food is delicious you know there you don't need necessarily need words it's just delicious and you know it's often said that you know it's said by so many cooks and chefs that it's a universal language that kind of brings people together and anime i think many anime not every anime but a lot of anime helped to kind of really really kind of showcase that and capture the enjoyment of food in anime now food in anime was often one of the areas of anime during the 80s and 90s that was subject to local censorship and i've mentioned the censorship of anime in various episodes but there is if you are interested in that and you haven't checked it out yet i do have a history of anime's mini series of three episodes that kind of really kicked off the podcast so if you're interested in the history of anime and things like censorship things like that and how it kind of changed for us over here in the west be sure to check those three episodes out they're out now they kicked off the podcast be sure to check them out but food was subject to that local censorship and especially by 4Kids Entertainment and their just notorious changing of anime concepts and storylines and like kind of things including food to make it more American for Western audiences. And one of the most famous changes and notorious changes that still gets memes made about it today was in Pokemon. And in one episode, Brock offers what are actually six onigiri, which is a rice and seaweed kind of triangular pyramid dumpling and he offers these to his friends, to Ash and Misty. And four kids, four kids changed the dub to make Brock say six jelly donuts instead. However, they didn't change the animation. So the screen just showed six onigiri rice pyramids when he said donuts. So, you know, they're the weirdest looking donuts you've ever seen in your life. They're made of rice and they have seaweed on them. And I guess four kids, I mean, do they think no one noticed, would notice? You know, there are memes made about, about that today. That is just notorious. And it's kind of strange that even food, there are moments where there were statements that were kind of, you know, they don't want, they didn't want the as much Japanese culture to be shown to kids in America. And that became, you know, it's quite contentious. It's quite a, an odd moment to kind of be, you know, we can't show kids rice. We can't show them this rice pyramid. We had to make Brock say jelly donut. You know, it's kind of strange. And we're at a point now where, the world is so globalised and, you know, Japan is known for its food, this glorious, delicious food and really iconic food in Japan. And now, you know, I can't imagine how shows and anime like Food Wars would have even fared over here in the West. I don't even think it would have even been picked up as a concept based on the fact that even in Pokemon, they couldn't say onigiri, it had to be a donut. So I think anime in general, because of its kind of romanticism of food and how it's kind of showcased to be the this special kind of in, almost intimate moment and it's shown with so much glory and beauty. We see, I'm sure you've seen them if you follow any anime accounts on TikTok, these glorious kind of edits where you see the any meat sizzling in a pan or rice being washed and you see these absolutely gorgeous moments and for me they never look like that in real life and this is this might be why I hate cooking because it just does not look the way I think it should in my head I never t- it tastes quite like I think it should and I never quite have the reactions apart from when my boyfriend cooks then I'd have those kind of reactions because he's a really good cook and I'm not you know there's, there's a balance you always have to have to have between the between the partners but where was I going with this? Oh yeah, I think anime is one of the strongest reasons why I love Japanese and Asian food. 
and of all the foods I hate to cook, this one I absolutely do not hate. I absolutely, I'm happier to kind of throw myself at Asian and Japanese food. I think years after years of seeing my favourite characters in huge amounts of anime, I've seen since I was little, and I'm 28 now, since since I was little, I saw them eat noodles, ramen, onigiri, sushi, curry, amongst so many other Japanese dishes, and I've come now as an adult to absolutely love that food. And that's not to say that when I eat it, I pretend to be those characters, you know, I don't dress up like them. You know, I might have an anime t-shirt on, and maybe anime socks to match, but, you know, that's as far as that goes. I'm not trying to make a play of it. But I feel like there must be something there subconsciously that links my love for anime with my love for Asian and specifically Japanese food. And, however, who's to say that's a bad thing? The Japanese diet is known the world over for being one of the healthiest and has contributed to their population having one of the world's best life expectancies. And the traditional Japanese diet is largely fresh and unprocessed, which is quite the opposite when you think about American diets. And it's very few refined ingredients and sugars. It's high in grains, vegetables, moderate amounts of animal products and soy, but minimal dairy and fruit with a large amount of fresh fish. Because they're a bunch of islands, Japan has so much access to fresh fish and seafood. And studies have shown that people who stick to a Japanese diet have reduced have a reduced risk of dying early from heart disease or stroke. It keeps off Alzheimer's, that kind of stuff. So there's so much benefit. And the Japanese also have the lowest rate of obesity amongst men and women, as long as the longest one of the one of the longest life expectancies. I didn't make that up, by the way. That was on um, BBC Foods website. So you kind of take this healthy food groups that are all combined and then you mention their love and traditions with tea, especially green tea, which is the healthiest version of the tea. And Japan is known for its production of the highest quality green tea. And anyone who knows me, anyone who's been to my house, has seen my large collection, rather ridiculous collection of tea and my love for the actual action of preparing and making tea. And, you know... I kind of think to myself, come my love for matcha tea, which, if you don't know, is a Japanese stone ground powdered green tea, and it's most most valued for its antioxidant compounds known as, I may butcher this, I'm not a scientist, catechins, that's probably not right, but there you go, which are being linked to fighting cancer, viruses, and heart disease, and comes from the notion that many times when we see tea in anime scenes, it's often green. You know, we when we see anime characters making tea or bring it over in a board it's it's often green and you know it's often in a tumbleless a handleless tumbler cup where are my words today so they're in like a tumbler cup and it's green you know i think you know it's kind of did seeing that as a kid kind of make me love green tea now you know there's you know it's quite psychological this episode now isn't it getting quite deep into my psyche but you get the idea you get where i'm going and it's, in fact, my love of making tea is quite in quite contrast to my hatred of cooking. I love the tradition and steps involved in making a proper tea. And thanks to the global and viral reach of anime today, I think there are some real world benefits that can arise from this hobby. You know, if my love for Japanese food and tea did come from anime, then awesome. That's great. With the sounds of it, it can only be benefiting me in the long run. You know, every day for my dinner, my lunch... Um, I have noodles with an egg and mushrooms and uh, spring onions and that kind of stuff. You know, it can only be 
healthy, you know, with, with you know, don't throw a load of salt in there and stuff, you know, don't ruin it. But, you know, there's there's some benefits to having this kind of link in between, also conscious link between food and anime. You know, let me know as well in the, when you, if I'm on social media, you know, find me, even if in your review of the podcast, let me know, are you also obsessed with Japanese or Asian food? And do you think you have a link of your love for anime and your love for that kind of food? You know, do you think there's a link or is it just me being a real weirdo? Please let me know. But whether you're like me and despise general cooking or if you're someone that loves being in the kitchen and preparing food, I have three food-themed anime recommendations that you should be checking out this week anyway. So the first recommendation I've already mentioned quite a few times in this podcast, but it's Food Wars. And Food Wars follows Yukihira as he reluctantly enrolls in Tezuki Culinary Institute to become a chef capable of running his father's diner. Yukihira struggles to fit in amongst the high-class chefs at the Institute who find his past at a diner to be beneath them. However, through food battles known as Shogu Kekis, I think I said that right, Yukihira rises through the ranks to become a top chef. That is one of the most famous ones, and that's the, when I thought of doing this episode, that is the anime that I immediately thought of. There are so many food anime, but that, that is, to me, one of the most known ones. The second recommendation is Restaurant to Another World, and this one kind of mixes the food theme with Izakai. So Western Western restaurant Nikoya opens its doors to a parallel world once a week. On a Saturday, its patrons range from linemen to demons to dragons, but everyone agrees that Nikoya has the best food in the world, whichever world that may be, I guess. The story mainly follows the demon girl, Aletta, who, after being rejected from human society, finds a safe place and employment at the Izakai restaurant. I love an Izakai, so that one already has a bit of a soft spot. I don't think it's the funniest, but it's definitely one that's fun to watch. And the third one is Bartender. So this one's more cocktails than it's food, but definitely worth a shout. So this one follows the story of Sazakura, who is a bartending prodigy who can make the best cocktails ever seen. His op- he opens his own bar, Eden Hall, which is super exclusive and requires an invitation to be let in. Characters appear at the bar and are treated to a drink, unloading their problems onto Sasakura and trying to find the best way to deal with their issues. This one you might have heard me mention on one of the Chibi Piece exclusive Apple podcast episodes, the new, the new series, and it's got a remake coming out very soon, so be sure to check that out as well when that comes out. There's quite a bit of time, I believe, until that actually releases, so you can always watch this original one before the new one comes out. Thank you for joining me on this week's kind of food-themed episode. I never really thought I'd do a food-themed episode because of my hate for cooking. However, here we go. It was a really fun one to do. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Be sure to check out the Apple Podcast series as well. If you want to know the latest news, latest kind of happenings in the anime and manga industry, be sure to check that weekly series out. Find me on social media as well. Let me know. Like I said, let me know. Am I a weirdo or... Is it not only me that kind of finds they have a love for anime, uh, love for anime, love for Japanese and Asian food as well as anime? Let me know. Am I the only one or do you also have that fascination with Japanese food as well? Please do leave a rating and a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on this to. It really does support the show. It only takes a few seconds and it's free. I cannot ask. If I ask one thing of you, 
add us that please do leave a rating and a review even if it's not great please let me know you know it's even a bad one well bad press is always what no what's the saying any press is good press i guess oh that rhymed so so a rating and a review would be great it really does support the show so thank you so so much for whatever roof can review you do leave let me know how you find the food themed anime series if you do check them out i'll be adding i've watched I watched Food Wars. I don't think I ever finished it though, so I may have to rewatch it all again to kind of finish it off and do it proper justice. But Restaurant to Another World, I definitely need to check that one out. That one's definitely on my list to watch. If you're going to check them out as well, let me know. Let me know how you find them. But if you've got other recommendations of food themed as well, food themed anime, let me know. Find me on social media. Send me a message. Leave it in your review. Why not? Let me know, and I'll add it to my watch list as well. My ever growing watch list for anime like anime recommendations I mean but be sure to leave a rating and a review on the podcast it really does support the show and it's free and quick to do if you're a mega fan of anime then why not check out my brand new patreon monthly subscription club there are three tiers of membership chibi fan chibi super fan and chibi mega fan with each tier being better than the last each month for one cost you'll receive free prints free downloads and much much more including exclusive behind the scenes videos photos and more of how i create my prints and anime themed artwork if you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you then why not check out my patreon the link's down below i'm sure you'll love being a part of the chibi weeb fan club sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task However, I have some anime-themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime-themed cards, such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more, with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk, with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime-themed cards over on my Instagram, with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Weeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks guys. Bye bye.